Clara, welcome to the show. Yeah, um, my name is Clara. Um, just like heavy context, I was raised from a very early age to be like a practicing Christian. So I do have like the, uh, you know, I don't have like a fear usually of spirits. I do most definitely believe in the paranormal. I believe, you know, good spirits and bad spirits. Um, believe, you know, sometimes they're demons, blah, blah, blah. But um, this was definitely one of the uh, instances that honestly terrified me shootless. Um, and I guess I'll just start. Um, I'm going to censor out the name of the town, but the name of the state is totally cool. Um, this happened with uh, me and my ex about three or four years ago. It was after we already broke up, but we just decided to have an adventure for the night. Mm. Um, yeah. So it took place maybe three or four years ago. I don't remember exactly what year it was. All I remember is that it was like summer, maybe like late July, early August-ish, because of how nice the weather was, especially at night, because it was super duper warm. And in Washington, it's not really warm at night very much. Right. Um, So we decided to go uh, graveyard hunting. We went to the graveyard behind the most haunted place in Washington, and we thought that was pretty dope. Um, there was, you know, not a lot of activity. We didn't hear people. Uh, people were actually making fun of us for going behind the restaurant and uh, looking at the graveyard, so that was weird. But um, this was, like, our last stop of the night was at this graveyard. And i uh, going to censor out the name, but it was, like, Enter City Here, you know, Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um it was maybe 11, 11, 15, give or take, um, when we parked his truck and we started to sneak in. Like, the gates weren't closed, but it was ob- the cemetery was obviously closed, if that makes sense. Right. Um, we started our search at the Veteran Memorial, because, to be honest, I'm a sucker for it. There was, like, chairs and pinwheels and, like, American flags folded up and, like, you know, like you see a normal uh, Veteran Memorial. And I spent a lot of time here because I, I connect with it easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like eerily quiet there was no like there wasn't even wind there was no like birds chirping or like grasshoppers or whatever makes noise in the countryside in the middle of the night right. um, which I thought was kind of weird at the time I guess that's something that um, I've heard a lot yeah there's a lot of people who report abnormal environmental uh, aspects of, of what's going on generally when they have encounters like this uh Especially in, in encounters that I've heard of people that have had weird uh, encounters in forests in particular is either they'll find um, find that there's no animal noises, stuff along those lines, or even foliage and things along those lines will be dead. Um, but, but continue on with your story. Oh, you're good. Um, basically, I took too long in the veteran section of the memorial. My ex got bored and he decided to walk off behind me doing God knows what. Um, I, you know, took a, took a second to myself looking above uh, the gravestones and I saw and way in the distance there was like the main like cemetery building like where you'd check in and stuff. And then there was this big old tree. It was huge. And in between the building and the tree was this like figure. He was mostly like translucent, but he wasn't transparent. Um, and what he looked like, he looked like a very like stocky, um, darker skinned figure with like a white dress or white robes or something like that. But it was like weird that I could see his skin tone because you never hear of like darker skinned um, 
like paranormals or darker skin, you know, uh, ghosts or anything like that. Yeah, you it's yeah. always you know a white man in a hat or you know a white woman. You you never hear about like a darker skin, which is really weird. That's what kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like swaying back and forth, but kind of like in a dancing movement. Um, the closest thing I could compare it to is like Stevie Nicks, but like it looked like he was like swaying around like a fire, but there wasn't a fire, but that same kind of movement. Um, and there was like shackles hanging down from his arms. Shackles. Um, Interesting. Shackles, like uh, like chains, like thick, thick chains. Um, Interesting. Did uh, did I you notice? It, I called my. Sorry. Did, did you notice anything about the uh, his attire, like uh, what he was wearing? Was there enough definition there for you to see that kind of stuff? To be honest, I couldn't. It was just like white, like a. Like, I couldn't see his feet, so, like, it, it went down all the way down. Or okay. it was, like, a robe that went all the way down. Um, it was drapey. It wasn't, like, tight-fitting. Um, it was way far off, and I was, to be honest, I was convinced that I was seeing things. Okay. But I knew I know now that it's it, it wasn't. Um, I called my ex uh, back over because I was starting to get a little bit freaked. And I was like, hey, like, do you see this? Do you see like the guy out there? And he's like, yeah, I see him. And he says, yeah, do you see the noose right next to him as well? And I was like, the hell? What are you talking about? There's no noose. Um, and I, I was starting to think, you know, hey, if it is a ghost, you know, my Christian mind was like, you know what? If this is a ghost, you know, God's not going to let anything happen to us. Like I started to get all like cocky and shit. And, uh, the, we, we kept like looking at the figure and the figure just kind of stopped as soon as I said that and he like right. stopped dancing it just kind of like yeah yeah he like stopped dancing I was like oh shit like I, I messed up I done messed up um, and he he like started paying attention to us and he didn't move for a couple seconds but then he started like sprinting towards us like the kind of like get out sort of stuff and I was like, all right, no, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I was like trying to like pull my ex by the arm. I was like, no, 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 let's go. I'm done with this shit. Let's go. And he was like, I don't see what you're talking about. Like, this is whatever. I'm like, no, give me your keys. I'm leaving. And so I took the keys from his pocket and I literally met him at his truck. I was sprinting and he was just kind of lollygagging, taking his time. And I was just like, bro, like, how can you not see this? And we got back into his truck and I could still see the figure because he went back to like being next to the tree. Cause you can see like from the road, you can see like the tree and the everything like that. And right. um, my ex and I didn't talk on the way home at all. It was like a half hour drive back to my house and we didn't talk about it. We never talked about our experience and we haven't talked since, which is really weird. Do, do you think that, he uh, may have seen something and refuses just just to believe, uh, you know, that it could be something paranormal or he may have been shocked or too scared to talk about it. I feel like maybe, but also I feel like he thought I was insane. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, yes, I am Christian, but yes, I do believe in ghosts, which is kind of rare to see someone who's religious who believes in paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um and he was religious as well, and he 
he didn't seem phased by anything. He just seemed like, you know, a regular, you know, 21, 20 year old dude just walking around in the middle of the night. Like he either like his brain didn't like process what he saw or he didn't see it, which is weird. And he was just trying to spook me. So you, you brought up the part about how uh, you were starting to freak out because the apparition seemed as if he was sprinting towards you. And you were like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And your ex didn't really notice. So do you think, or at least what I can take from that is, he probably didn't see what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume that that's definitely what happened. Mm-hmm. So when, when it... Because he seemed very apathetic about it. When when you describe it running, did it did it run towards you? Yeah. It ran towards you. Did, like it, did, it, did it stop? Like when did it stop? I I don't remember it stopping. Oh, so so when it ran as towards soon as I got you, the keys. My my back was towards it, and I was sprinting out of there. <laughs> okay, okay, I I gotcha, gotcha. But he that's that's interesting. I've I've heard accounts of that too, where where people will see something, and and even people will catch stuff on camera, but it's it's um it's specific to the person. This is this is stuff that I've only heard accounts of a handful of times, but um there's there's been a few instances where it's been verified on video and stuff, where someone will say I see something, and they'll catch the the whatever this thing is on video, um and then the person who was standing right next to him will have never seen it. And they never saw it while while looking in the exact same direction. But then looking back at the video, there was very clearly something in front of them. The camera could catch it. The person experiencing it could catch it. But for some reason, the person standing next to him couldn't catch it. So I wonder if, if you were experiencing something similar along those lines. That might be it. Um, do you guys think that, like, uh, the paranormal affects people who are more um, compassionate or more, like, soft-hearted or... Um, stuff like that? Well, at least to my knowledge, no. There are a lot of, like, uh, religious folks. Like, you could hear stories from back in the 70s or the 60s where uh, there were a lot more families in rural United States and properties would be handed down from, you know, generation to generation. They'd see things on their property that was uh, related to their family. So they'd attribute to it attribute it to uh, religious people, but as for people who are compassionate or maybe more soft-hearted, uh, stuff like that affecting them specifically, no, not to my knowledge. I've always, I, I, I think in that particular sense, no, but at the same time, I have to consider the, the attachment when it, re- when it relates to the poltergeist like type like activity where um, there's a lot of different accounts of poltergeists becoming very active in certain environments where there's family um, issues, things along those lines. I've, I've heard a lot of a lot of accounts like that, or people coming into the uh, puberty age, things along those lines. A lot of emotional issues. I've I've heard a lot of accounts of poltergeist activity being more. More active. All this isn't a, a particular poltergeist account, obviously, because nothing was was being moved around. But um, I, I have heard that there is environmental factors to that um, in in certain cases. Now, this one in particular, I haven't really 
done much research into uh, something being attached because of your religious views or, or something along those lines. Well, I guess I shouldn't say religious views, but more personality traits, like you were describing with the, the kind-heartedness and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, who really knows? Yeah. Uh, when I posted this, this account on Reddit, someone pointed out, hey, have you thought about, you know, any running water near that cemetery or any other haunted places uh, near that cemetery? And I did research, and uh, the cemetery has both. both. It's about three miles from the most haunted spot in uh, Washington State. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also right along a very, very, very dangerous uh, passage of water, which uh, people have lost their lives via suicide or, you know, drowning uh, in that passage of water as well. Um, so I think, you know, that person did have a very good point that, you know, that energy or that um, electric pole could be pulled from both of those locations. Mm, that would make sense. This, you know, locations where uh, a lot of people, you know, they could, they kill themselves, basically, such as the Japanese forest. I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Um, it's referred to that quite a bit. The, just the Japanese suicide forest. Yeah, yeah. People do talk about how they see things in the forest, uh, you know, or around the area that is, you know, associated with such things like uh, death and pain and suffering and all that. So it could be tied. I also hear a lot with uh, when it comes to natural related things is certain energies and stuff will be um, maintained through that kind of stuff. It's almost like when when you have running water that people describe it as almost... um, supercharge you know like uh the, the water supercharging the yeah. energy i've heard that a lot so it very well could be oh. so was did you notice anything in particular so you, so wait he's the one that saw the noose or, or were, were you the one that saw the noose uh he saw it he saw but the, i looking back i think he was trying to joke be like ha 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 do you see it it's like okay no, that's not something to joke about. <laughs> gotcha. Because I was going to ask if it was something physical or, or if it was a part of the operation. But no, that's really interesting. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, that's weird that, that, that he seemed to not... But what at the same time, which is weird, is that he wouldn't speak to you the entire night home. That's, that's really weird. Yeah. So what I'm it, taking... It made me mad because I, I was like, hey, like comfort me or like tell me it's okay or tell me that wasn't real or something but yeah nothing happened have you ever considered uh talking to him like you know asking him about it or it's not something that you're willing to do uh uh it's been like five years since we last spoke oh uh like five years or four three four five years since that night um and we both are dating other people and you know I hate to say it, but, you know, out of respect for the people, you know, person that I'm dating out of the person that he's dating. Um, I, even if it is about the paranormal, I'm not uh, in a good position to reach out to any of my exes. Mm. Um, out of respect of the person that I'm dating. That's fair. I understand that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in a few years down the line, you know, maybe if, uh, the the stars align, you never know, you might be able to reach out to him (laughs) just, just to talk about it. 
be like, yo, so were you were you screwing with me that night, or, or did you see it too? Because uh, this is really bothering me, you know. So uh, so who knows? Yeah, it's maybe really, someday. Maybe someday. Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever? Uh, do you feel like uh, you know you could have been the only one who has seen it? Because uh, you, you know he could have been joking, but like Stackhouse talked like about, like only earlier. person to have ever seen it. No, 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 no. Just like in that specific night, or maybe actually now that you you bring that up, maybe uh, there have been stories of other people at that, that graveyard saying similar things that you may have heard of. Um, I I looked into it, um, and. It was weird. I couldn't find anything about that specific graveyard that we went to. Mm-hmm. Um, I found one, you know, three miles in the opposite direction um, uh, of the the restaurant. So, yeah, because that's like one of the power spots, three miles opposite in that direction. And there's a whole bunch of stories left and right up and down of that one being haunted. But there was no stories, no nothing that named this. Uh, this specific graveyard is haunted so maybe I was or maybe people have just kept it to itself or maybe you know they're on reddit or tumblr and I just don't know about it mm-hmm. yeah, it's possible um, it's very possible some yeah. people like a lot of times like I'll tell you like a lot of these people don't like to talk about this kind of stuff because um a lot of the people that we've talked to uh and interviewed for this podcast we've uh we've had a lot of people say hey I think I'm insane I don't really, I don't think that I think my mind was not operating properly and that none of this stuff is real and that I'm literally going insane. And you know, I don't I don't blame them like there's there's certain things that that your mind can rationalize because we have something to base it off. Um but when something's so so disconnected from everything that we actively know about, it's really hard to rationalize it. And uh, it it is really hard yeah. for people to to really stop and be like okay this is what i saw because in reality a lot of this stuff really does go unexplained um it's it's not quite in a you know an exact science yet so you know i I absolutely think that uh that it's okay to to think like that and have people be secluded like that you know it's understandable and i wouldn't be surprised if other people you know may have seen what you saw or something similar and just have never talked about it That makes me feel a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I got so much skepticism when I originally, you know, posted this, like, oh, how do you know it's real? You know, this seems kind of iffy. You know, are you sure that that's what you saw? It seems very cliche. And it's like, no, like, I I don't go back. I've never been back to that cemetery, even in daylight, because I'm so freaked out. And like you can't you can't fake that sort of crap. Like so, I get the jeebies just driving by it. <laughs> so for you, it's real. Let's let's discount what everyone you know says. What it could be. It in your case, it is real. Like you firmly believe that yeah. this is what happened. Oh yeah, definitely. That's okay. really interesting. That's really interesting that I hear you say that you never want to go back to the cemetery because I've heard I've heard that a lot. Um, and in, in particular, this is a, a couple examples and people that I've talked to in regards to um, to Sasquatch related sightings and stuff like that is um, people, avid hunters will will be very adamant, like, 
that thing freaked me out. It's something that I'm not able to rationalize. I've been in those woods for 20 years. It really freaked me out. And I never went back there for seven years, eight years, nine years. But they said that uh, eventually that they kind of they kind of learned to accept it after talking to other people about it. And uh, once they began to rationalize it as, while it is something that's new to them, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, the end of the world. So after they after talking about it and finding other people that experienced it, they were able to go back out into the woods after after a number of years. It took them a long time, you know, and it, it certainly didn't sound easy for them. And they uh, some uh, an account that I hear a lot is people will say, you know, I when I do go back now, I always have somebody else with me. Um, but I think I think over time, I think you might be able to to go back if you you know keep talking about it and find some other people along the way that that have experienced the same thing you have. Or, you know, maybe your personal preference will be uh, you never want to go back. But uh, I guess only time will tell. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, a couple of days ago or last night or whenever I, you know, let that out into uh, the public was the very first time that I've told people about it. So you don't even, like, talk to family members about this because you're worried what they might think or things yeah. of such. That's it's very understandable. Uh, I tried bringing the... Because I, I am very, or not I am, but my family is very religious. And I was like, hey, do you guys believe in uh, paranormal stuff? And without it, you know, without missing a beat, the answer is always like, hey, you shouldn't be messing with that sort of stuff. You know, it's all demons, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like, I want to talk about it. So yeah. I haven't been able to, like, open up. Well, I mean, that's what we're here for is we, we want people to tell their stories. We want, you know, we want people to feel comfortable enough to be able to share their experiences so that they can get weights off their shoulders, basically. Yeah. And, and like yeah. one of one of the things is um, I would I would recommend that that after we, we get off that you uh, you do download the discord. Um, just because one of the things that we're doing with the discord is uh, like I explained to you when we were talking off the air. um is that Discord's a lot has a lot more functionalities than things like Skype and, and phone calls do, and uh, that's why we prefer to use it. But um, our Discord is um, is going to be a place that we create where people that have come on the show over the years can actually um, talk to each other, and um, we're going to have a, diff- a handful of different um, text channels for people to write their stories in, and um, and a different uh, voice voice channels where people can actually get in and talk to each other if they if they feel the need to or want to or just want to you know. Here's some different experiences. So, if it does interest you, or maybe down the line interests you, you can you can absolutely join the Discord and uh, you know, because we've got, we've got a got a few people in there already that um that you could probably talk to about it. So, just something to consider for sure. I'm uh, downloading it right now. Oh, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the the Discord is uh, it's and it's also Discord. It's not like a public place. It's it's closed circuit. So, you know, only it's not like you're putting it out on the Internet kind of thing. You know, obviously, with the with the podcast, it is going out and, and uh, sharing your story publicly. But uh, if there's more, you know, if there's specifics and things along those lines that you want to talk about in the discord, that's somewhere you can do it where it's, you know, it's secluded and it's not like it's out there on it's not there on the homepage or Reddit for everybody to read, you know. So, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Uh, it'll definitely be. I think it'll be a good tool for for you and others that come on the show over the over the years. But uh, Dane, you got some more. Uh, you got some more questions for her in regards to to any of the stuff we've talked about. 
one thing I'm curious about is if you have looked into because you said that uh, a grave a graveyard a few miles down the road was known to be haunted. Have you looked into any other cases in your area and you know found out interesting things, whether it be history related or just like minor cases of people saying, "Yo, I saw something here." Um, I. Like I said, uh, after I posted it originally on Reddit, I started to doubt myself a lot, so I did try to do some research. Um, and everything that came back was not helpful for my case. Mm-hmm. Like, I learned that uh, by the time that the this city in Washington was founded, uh, the slaves were already free. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, it was a slave dancing or something like that. Um, Obviously, they weren't, you know, the, the people of darker skin weren't the same, you know, uh, how, how do you say it? Like, high, high, hierarchy-wise, they weren't, like, the same yet. Yes. Um, at, at that at that period of time, sorry, I don't know how to say it without seeming like an ass, but, like, uh, at that period of time, they weren't equal, but they definitely weren't still slaves. Yes. And that was what was really throwing me off. Um, I also learned that... Um, there was a winter, the the year that um, the city was built, there was a winter that wiped out probably like half of the people that tried to settle into this uh, city. And I was oh, wow. thinking maybe like the person that I saw was one of them because I know that uh, the first grave site that me and my ex went to earlier that evening, most of the people in that grave site all died during that winter. Oh, really? Um yeah, and that was really terrifying because you look like, you know, I can't remember any of the names, but it's like, you know, Mrs. Jeanette Smith died in XYZ here uh, from, you know, pneumonia, or mm-hmm. little Billy died from hypothermia, or, you know, whoever died of the cold, blah, blah, blah. And like, they were all, you know, some period of time in between November and February of, you know, that winter. And that was really like throwing me off. But other than that, I couldn't find any, you know, sources, any deaths that could have been related to that cemetery, um, any house fires, anything like that. I couldn't find anything about it. Have you ever thought of checking up in your local library? Uh, just about like the basic history of your location, you know, because you brought up when the people were first settling. There was a terrible winter and a lot of people passed away. And that graveyard specifically seems to have a lot of cultural significance in your area. I'm just thinking, like, maybe if you go there, you could read up a little bit and you might find the answers that you're looking for as to what it may have been. Um, I have not. I Not yet, anyway. Um, that that city is not my, my home city. Okay. Uh, but I visit there on a fairly... Yeah, um, I live like two cities away, like a half hour away from that where that graveside is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, next time I'm in that city, I'm definitely going to swing by and figure it out because I know I'm not insane. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to figure out where, you know, that could have been coming from. Maybe it was you know someone in that gravesite um, that died or, you know, something like that, that, you know, we just haven't figured out yet. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested because, I mean, you can't be 
the only person who has ever seen anything there. Right. There, there's, there's got to be someone else. Even if it's just one other person, it's a matter of, of searching. Though that is not your responsibility. It's only, only uh, plausible. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, what, what, what do you think on? Um, I heard you. I heard you going off um, about um, your. I think your family related to uh, to calling calling uh, anything. I shouldn't say anything. How did you phrase it again? It was um, your family re- referred uh, to as and demonic. Ghosts activities are like demonic. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. So, something that I'm, I'm curious to your take on is, um, especially since you're a religious person, um, but uh, I was listening to a different podcast recently and, and uh, the guy, the, this particular podcast is, is Sasquatch Chronicles. Uh, if, if you haven't listened to that podcast, absolutely recommend it. This is actually uh, one of the, uh, the things that got me into doing this. Um, but, uh, he actually had, um, every once in a while he'll do stuff that's not Sasquatch related. He'll do people with UFO encounters and stuff. And what, uh, one of his, uh, recent episodes from about a month ago is he had a, he had a pastor on or, or, um, uh, he had a priest on and the guy had been a priest for like, like some absurd amount of time, pretty much like since his thirties. And the guy was in like his seventies or something. So it was a long time. And, uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy was uh, talking about like, you know, he was just telling his all these stories over the years that he had, and he was um, he started to go into like the more demonic stuff that he was talking about, and this guy had you know actually performed exorcisms and things along those lines. But something that he said that I really that really caught my attention was he said that he believed that in the um, commercialization of a lot of the um, paranormal related stuff you know tv shows things along those lines um that people started to throw the word demonic around a little too lightly um like people you know everyone says oh there's a there's a demon at this location or there's a demon here and and i'm curious to your opinion on that do you think that um obviously you've never as far as we know that um you you haven't had any type of dark um attachments or anything along those lines or dark experiences um but i'm curious to your opinion on that do you think that 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 the word demonic is being thrown around too easily. I, uh, you know what? Yeah. Sorry. I had to think about that one for a second. Um, like in my head, demonic is something paranormal, something, you know, we cannot explain or understand that wants to cause us or our family or our, you know, atmosphere, uh, bodily harm. Yeah. Okay. And people will throw that to, even I am guilty of this. Like you guys heard earlier, like, you know, any and all ghosts are demonic. Like, right. Uh, poltergeist. <laughs> yeah. Poltergeists are like, we can, we can all vouch for that because they, you know, want the cause of harm. They want to terrify us. They want to, you know, destroy us. Um, but like, I don't know. In my take, like, yeah, the word demonic is used way too often, but also, you know, being religious, we also have to be careful because, or as a religious person, I was taught that, you know, people and like angels and stuff are fighting for your soul on a daily basis. Um, so you have to like figure out what you want to invest your time in. Do you want to invest your time uh, researching possibly demonic spirits? 
and I swear to God, I am not like destroying this at all. I, I waste my time looking up like paranormal stuff. Cause it's interesting. Right. Um, my parents have, given, yeah. Um, but it depends also what like branch of religion you go to. Like if you go to voodoo, for example, um, they're not going to say the same thing or, you know, West, Westboro Baptist, they're definitely going to be like this, all this is demonic. Everything is demonic. Um, <laughs> right. yeah, but yeah. if you go to like um, Catholicism, like some of the more laid back Catholics, some of the more laid back uh, non-denominational or assemblies of God, you're definitely going to get the, uh, you know, only some, some spirits are paranormal or some, sorry, only some spirits are demonic. And that's where I fall. Like, you know, little, little three-year-old uh, Katie who died, you know, from a house fire decides to haunt your house. I don't think that she's going to cause you harm right. unless it's like, you know, a poltergeist disguises little Miss Katie. Right. Um, so can, can I ask believe, you, yeah. do you feel that your, your personal experience with the, the man in the robes and the chains do you feel like it was a personal attack or do you feel like what he was doing with the sprinting at you as a, a, a warning or do you think, you know, it's something completely different? And, maybe it was just, maybe. Yeah. Was it residual or was it, was it intelligent? Well, I guess, yeah. I guess I shouldn't ask that question because I mean, when it stopped, <laughs> when you said a particular word or a, when it stopped, when you said a particular thing indicates that there was some type of intelligence there. So I, I guess I shouldn't really ask that question. Yes. I feel like it's not so much of like a personal attack, but more of like a territorial attack. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, this is yeah. my ground. This is my territory. Uh, if I am demonic, I am demonic. Um, like, I don't know if someone goes into my house, if someone comes into my house and be like, you know what? Your dog is a piece of poop. I'm going to kick that person out. Yeah. Um, I know it's really not related, but like that, that's maybe how he saw it. Um, I definitely don't think that it was a demonic trying to, to do a personal attack. I def- definitely don't, don't think that, no. So for you, it's more of a territorial thing, which, which is understandable. There's a lot of cases like that where, you know, um, some cliche example would be a uh, family runs house, house, uh, hasn't been lived in for years and now family experiences things because said ghost or whatever it is wants them out i hear that a lot with yeah. things like renovations of historic buildings and stuff or like once they start to renovate some of the original um stuff in the house is that that that'll really kick up activity and things along those lines and you'll start to get uh, things that are slightly more um aggressive i should i i use that term too loosely but yeah you you see more activity Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I could ask, uh, just purely based out of curiosity, is there anything that uh, related to the numbers six or thirteen that you can uh, think of, such as the date, the time, anything of the sorts? Uh, not that I could remember. Um, not 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 that I could remember. There wasn't like some, you know, six 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 against the tree or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. We we we, we um, kind of start to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
you're good to say what you're gonna say (laughs) oh okay uh um what was i gonna say oh yeah uh the the reason that we uh the reason that we, we we asked that question now is um we were we were interviewing a guy from he's an employee over at the winchester house and he just casually mentioned like oh yeah the 13th bathroom has 13 uh windows and i was like what 13 that's kind of weird and he's like oh yeah 13's all around the yeah. house yeah and, and he's just started rolling off he's like oh there's 13 of this 13 of that 13 of this and i was like well and then we, we you know we got into the conversation he didn't he didn't have any in- indications there that that the number 13 was inherently a, um for demonic uh reasons he was uh he said that if if it was intentional it w- it most likely would have been for some type of warding or something along those lines but uh, i i did find it interesting that you know i've i've never you know really really heard about that especially at, at that location um because a lot of the stuff that he was describing there was very mild encounters like you know a little kid tugging on your your dress and stuff but you know yeah that is really interesting so but yeah so you said no no number 13s no number 666 on the tree obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good so um yeah, there was nothing environmentally out of place except for how quiet it was, um, which is odd in itself. But yeah, that was the only thing that was uh, out of place except for, you know, obviously the ghost as well. I mean, the the complete silence on its own is already eerie enough. Yeah, <laughs> true. Do you remember anything like about yourself that night, like? Uh... Maybe before when you saw him, you felt like all the hairs on your arms stand up or you felt goosebumps or a chill. Anything of those sorts? Um, I remember I was I was feeling stuff throughout the night. Like uh, at the first gravesite, I went to a mother's tombstone and I just felt like a heavy heartedness and like 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 I lost someone, mm-hmm. which is not like obviously my ex was right behind me I didn't but like um when I saw him I just got like this it's like a wave of dread interesting I've heard that before interesting and and anyone who knows me knows I do not use that word lightly like in my head there's a very distinct uh feeling in between like anxiety like a panic attack anxiety attack uh, stress and dread. So for um, you, dread and is, that was dread is just is a very, very, very rare emotion. Yeah, yeah, like like something bad is going to happen. You just don't know what. Okay. Um, and it wasn't like like a threatening kind of dread. It was just kind of like I just swallowed a rock and now it's sitting in my stomach, kind of dread. Mm. Interesting. Sweet. Right on. That's it. Cool, Dane. All right, let's wrap this up. Thank you for coming on tonight. We uh, we really appreciate uh, you, Thank you chatting for with me. us. Yeah, anytime.